Welcome to Investing Compass. Before we begin, a quick note that the information contained in this podcast is general in nature. It does not take into consideration your personal situation, circumstances, or needs. So, Shani, we talk a lot about the Gidley. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about food. Yeah. And but especially, especially the burger <laughs> at the Gidley. Yes. But the Gidley actually has a sister restaurant, mm-hmm. Azteca. Now, I've been there before. You went last night. It was so, my first time. Yeah. What, what did you think? So um, Bistecca is a bit strange because you walk in, there's a bar section, which they seat you at before you go into the restaurant. Um, You have a drink there, but then when you go into the restaurant, they take your phones and they lock it in a box. And then you sit down, uh, they give you the menu. It's a very simple menu. You basically order steak by 100 gram increments and they've got a few sides. And that's basically it. And you get to eat your candle. You do. They give you a candle. And so when you walk in, they give you a candle on the table and it's beef fat and it just melts. And then you just dip your bread into it. Yeah. No, it's delicious. Sorry for any vegetarians or vegans listening. That sounds pretty It sounds delicious to me. (laughs) But anyway, so today we're not just going to talk about bistecca and the Gidley. You know, they take your phone at the Gidley too if you go into the main dining room. Mm, But I'm only there for the burger, so there's not really any point for me to venture past. But today we're going to talk about lithium, Shani. That was a quick change of topic. Exactly. Yeah. Steak to lithium. Yeah. It is a topic that we know people are going to be interested in. Uh, Yes. Yes. And that interest is not related to the fact that lithium is used as a mood stabilizer. Everyone's talking about lithium because it's a key component of the batteries that go into electric vehicles. And depending upon the model, a Tesla battery contains between 5 and 75 kilos of lithium. And electric vehicles, of course, fit nicely into the theme of climate change, as the more electric vehicles there are, the less oil we consume. And there we have it, right? Lithium goes into batteries, batteries go into electric vehicles, and electric vehicles solve climate change. So case closed, buy lithium, get rich, fix the world. At the end of the podcast, is this where I step back from the mic and you just do the? Yeah, when you pack your stuff up and yeah. leave the room, <laughs> you're like comments, feedback. Ratings. Exactly. Not so fast, Shanika. Listeners have a bit more time where they have to listen to my raspy voice and your sweet voice, as our listener Luke emailed us. It was a really lovely email. Yeah, it was lovely for you because your voice got described as sweet. So <laughs> I can imagine you would think that, but it it actually was a really nice email, Luke. But we do need to continue this episode because the focus on lithium includes some things that we need to watch out for as investors. We need to guard against blindly getting caught up in hype. And none of this means that buying lithium miners is a bad investment. We want to share a balanced view that lets people decide for themselves if they want to pursue this investment of opportunity. So let's start with some facts. So in 2015, electric vehicles made up 0.7% of total car sales. In 2022, they made up 14% of total car sales. So clearly demand for electric vehicle sales is increasing. And lithium prices have followed this surge of demand. In 2015, lithium was priced at 5,125 US dollars per ton. By December of 2022, prices has had reached $80,000 US per ton. And we're talking about lithium carbonate prices here, which is what is used in the batteries. But the price increase of lithium has unsurprisingly led to increases in production. Lithium production hit 100,000 tonnes for the first time in 2021, 
which is four times what was produced in 2010. And around 90% of it came from four countries. Australia, which leads the world by more than double the second place producer, which is Chile, then followed by China. And the fact that Australia produces so much lithium is, of course, why we're talking about this topic and doing this podcast right now. Now, though Australia is a huge producer at 52% of 2021 production, China is also a huge player in this market. Not only are they the third highest producer, they have also acquired $5.6 billion worth of lithium assets in countries around the world. China also hosts 60% of the lithium refining capacity for batteries. That's a pretty novel concept, Australia mining something and China buying it. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So lithium is a commodity. There are certain characteristics associated with commodities. What is going to drive prices is supply and demand. If there's more supply than demand, then prices generally fall. If demand outstrips supply, then prices go up. And in the short term, we have seen prices drop quite significantly. We talked about the high prices in December. Well, since then, they've dropped by 45% in just four months. And the reason for this is that the Chinese government stopped subsidies for electric vehicles at the end of 2022 and for battery manufacturing. So a big surplus built up in batteries at the end of 2022, and this overproduction is now leading to a bit of a glut. One other thing recently happened. 8.5 million tons of lithium was found in Iran, which increases world reserves by 10%. With these huge price swings in this emerging technology and the inputs into this, it's a place where traders have made a lot of money if they played things correctly. But we don't cater for traders on Investing Compass. We're interested in if this is a long-term opportunity. We'll get back to that. But let's talk a bit about psychology and how that plays out in markets. Hype and an easy-to-understand narrative always entices investors. Past performance, which includes that incredible price rise, leads investors to assume that this will happen forever. This has been playing out throughout history. None of the stats that we just listed are not well known to investors. And the issue with hype is that dollars follow it and prices increase following it. We've seen that with lithium, with the huge price increases in the underlying commodity. And we've seen that with lithium mining companies, which gets tons of capital. The first thing that happens is that we see huge increases in production. Even very expensive ways of extracting lithium get funded. They get funded by the huge inflows of capital and those mining operations are justified by the high prices of the commodity. And this cycle continues. The second thing that high prices bring about is the search for substitutes. Battery makers search for substitutes because they're paying a ton for lithium. And this is happening. Everything from seawater to hemp has been suggested as alternatives. Part of the driver here is cost. Part of it is because extracting lithium can be very environmentally damaging as it takes huge amounts of water to mine. The other thing with hype is that once something becomes widely known, it is often too late to get in on it. If you invested in lithium in 2015, then you would have done very well. But the market is forward-looking. That means that future expectations are baked into security prices, and expectations are high. And we say this a lot on Investing Compass, but the performance of an investment is not so much how it performs on an absolute basis, but how that performance in compar- is in comparison to the hype. And we can't say that enough. To generate great returns over the long term, you need to think that future expectations are wrong. That works if you find something where exp- expectations are really low and things don't turn out to be quite as bad as suspected. And that works if expectations are really high, but things turn out even better than expected. And investments that go really poorly when the opposite occurs. Things turn out to be worse than expected. And this is when we can turn to what our analysts' expectations are for the future prices of lithium. 
Analysts are supposed to ignore hype and focus on the fundamentals. Now, the caveat here is that they are trying to estimate what is happening in the future, which is very difficult to do because the future, of course, is unpredictable. Our own analyst at Morningstar who covers lithium producers is Seth Goldstein. Seth believes lithium prices will average $30,000 per tonne over the next decade. That is below the $47,000 price per tonne that is currently trading at. And Goldman Sachs is much more pessimistic. They put out a report saying lithium would fall to $11,000 per tonne by 2024. And one of the largest battery makers in China, named CATL, plans to offer its electric vehicle customers a battery price that implies a lithium price of $29,000 USD per ton. But this isn't to say that our analyst Seth doesn't see opportunities. He believes that while prices will average 30 k over the next decade, he believes that they will remain well above the marginal cost of producing lithium, which he sees as 12 k per ton USD, which is importantly above Goldman's estimate. His top pick is Lithium Americas Corp with the ticker symbol LAC, and it's trading 62% below his fair value estimate, which makes it a five-star stock. This is a company that is developing mines in South America and are about to start producing one of three major projects in 2023. And he predicts production eventually will reach 150,000 tons by the end of the decade. The lesson, as always, is to do your homework. Be careful about the production costs of any miners you invest in, Even if you feel that lithium will resume its climb, a successful investor builds in a margin of safety for any investment. Buying low-cost producers will build in that margin of safety. Chasing small-cap speculative lithium miners that may have been funded by the hype in the market may not fare well. And as a special offer for anyone who wants to leave us a comment and a rating in their podcast app, email me at the address in the podcast notes and I'll send you our analyst report for Lithium America's Corp. And you can read about it yourself. So thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our episode on lithium. Any advice in this podcast is general advice or regulated financial advice under New Zealand law prepared by Morningstar Australasia Proprietary Limited and or Morningstar Research Limited without reference to your financial objectives, situations or needs. You should consider the advice in light of these matters and any relevant product disclosure statement before making any decision to invest. To obtain advice for your own situation, contact a financial advisor.